scumbags! That's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between, picking up the pieces of following a Sunday bloody Sunday, a bloodbath in the National Football League. We'll get you caught up to date as far as all the injuries are concerned, but let's hit the scores uh, right now. And uh, there were a lot of crazy games uh, this afternoon and this evening in the National Football League, including the Dallas Cowboys, who were left for dead. Mike McCarthy was staring an 0-2 record uh, in the face. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys come back, over 20,000 fans in attendance. And once again, the Atlanta Falcons collapse late. Dallas wins 40-39, to 39, but the Atlanta Falcons do get to cover. The game obviously went over the number of the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are now 2-0, although Miami did backdoor it as, as uh, we warned the people throughout the week that this is a tough spot for the Buffalo Bills uh, to cover a number on the road. Nevertheless, the Bills are 2-0. And nevertheless, when you say Josh Allen's name, you better put some freaking respect on uh, Josh Allen's name. 24-35, 417 passing yards, four touchdown passes. And oh, yeah, he added 18 yards on the ground as well. Josh Allen is coming of age in front of everybody right now. And the doubters and the haters are going to say, oh, well, you know, it was against the Dolphins and it was against the Jets. Well, uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills have an opportunity uh, to uh, prove that they're for real, or at least their offense is for real. And what a difference Stephon Diggs is making for the Buffalo Bills as the 2-0 Los Angeles Rams will head into Orchard Park to take on the Buffalo Bills. Last week at this time, everybody was hating on Tom Brady and mocking Tom Brady. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you if you don't like Tom Brady and you want to see Tom Brady fail, don't mock him. Don't mock him, all right? Yeah, a guy that is one as much as he is, is motivated by a jackass like you and a jackass like me, all right? I learned this uh, years ago as a Buffalo Bill fan. Tell him he's great, man. Tell him he's great. Don't tell him he's old. Don't tell him he sucks. And maybe there was a method to Bruce Arians' uh, madness. Tampa Bay get it done, 31-17. Uh, uh, Carolina's defense uh, really does suck. Speaking of sucking, hard to suck harder than Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Terrible. A disgrace. Who ruined your Sunday? Sports Rage Late Night. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Sports Rage Late Night. I am Gabriel Morency. Throwing it down level two. Let's do this thing. Week two of the National Football League. 15 games, 15 games, and uh, 10 of them have gone over the number 
uh, so far this week. We've got one football game left, and it's a real shame, uh, isn't it? 2020 blows um, that uh, the Raiders open up the Death Star in Las Vegas uh, without any fans. And, um, you know, the Las Vegas uh, Raiders getting five and a half points uh, in this football game against the visiting New Orleans Saints. Just imagine how crazy it would have been Monday night, New Orleans Saints, uh, the Raiders, Las Vegas, just would have been over the top, man. Uh, but, hey, uh, it is it is uh, what it is. So 10-5 uh, and five to the overs, another uh, high-scoring game tonight, 35-30, the Seattle Seahawks uh, victorious. Russell Wilson having an MVP caliber type season so far. Uh, great, great stuff, although Pete Carroll's a moron and, you know, lucky to win that football game. And it really is amazing to me that Pete Carroll is that stupid once again, needing a yard and throwing the football again. And then conversely, that the New England Patriots were so predictable on the last play of the game when everybody knew that they were going to run with Cam Newton. And, you know, as we talked about with Pete Shepard earlier, um, you know, no one has a problem with running with Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a stud. You only need two yards. But, you know, you put him in a shotgun. You put him in a position where he just ran the ball straight forward. He didn't have a chance of, like, you know, he didn't have a chance. You know, the play never had a chance. And, you know, Seattle basically went all in that that's what you were going to do. And they they gambled and you did it. And it's just amazing to me, between Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, just the ineptness with both these dudes, and I should say Josh McDaniels, not Bill Belichick, but nevertheless, Belichick gets the credit when they win, right? you got to point the finger when they lose. Uh, nobody's going to point the finger at him. Great performance by Cam Newton. Uh, both Russell Wilson and Cam Newton uh, shattered their quarterback uh, props uh, here this evening. A lot of successful... Um, Lot of uh, lot of lot of successful quarterback play today. I don't I don't even know where to start, but you know what? Let's start with uh, with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Now, Josh Allen, a great performance last week, uh, 300 plus yards uh, last week uh, against the New York Jets. Although I'll be the first to admit, the New York Jets are probably the worst team in football. And you know, actually, let's just get to this right now. We all thought coming into the year that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars were going to be the worst team in football. They're not, right? They're not. Like Gardner Minshew, scrappy dude. They're competitive. They're one of these teams. It's sort of like Miami last year. They are Miami from last year. The organization wants to tank, but the players on the field are competing. And you can't tell the player not to try. All you can do if you're in the organization is try to put bad players on the field, right? They, they've done that. They You know what I mean? They don't have anybody, but they're competing. They don't even beat Tennessee today. They play the Miami Dolphins on Thursday. They could probably, they might be, and they probably will be 2-1. and one. You know, we'll get into that game later in the week, but they could be 2-1. and one. How many games are the New York Jets winning this year? Which coach should be fired first, Adam Gase or Matt Patricia? I say Matt Patricia. Adam Gase doesn't have any talent, and Adam Gase isn't the general manager, right? Adam Gase isn't in charge of player personnel for the New York Jets. Like, yeah, we can, we're we jumping around here right now, but Matt Patricia is a disgrace, all right? And the Detroit Lions are a disgrace. The fact that you guys fired Jim Caldwell 
And I know, listen, people are on this now because everything is a race thing now, right? Oh, and they look back and oh, they fired the black guy, got screwed over for the, you know, the 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 you know, the useless white guy. Uh, forget about that. You know, it's not even about race, man. Like the the Detroit Lions, you're just inept, all right? The Lions were inept long before Black Lives Matter, okay? <laughs> like the Lions are just an inept franchise. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and honestly, like, you know, the Lions have had black quarterbacks for years, like even in the old days. Like, there's not, you know, and it wasn't anything racial, it was just stupidity. It was stupidity. But at the time, there was one person in the media, only one person anywhere that was like outraged about this. Me. Me. And I, you know, I I I at the time, you find my tweets from years ago. I said, what the hell's wrong with this franchise? Jim Caldwell was a popular guy with the players. They were a 9-7, and 10-6 and six caliber team, year in, year out, under Jim Caldwell. Uh, they brought in Jim Bob Cooter, remember, and they, the offense started to get better. They had a good thing going. And, oh, we're not getting over the hump. We, you know, we've got to go further. we got to go further. You're the Detroit Lions, all right? How about you spend more money? You'll go further. Um, you're the Detroit Lions. And they bring in Matt Patricia, another Patriot stooge and flunky. Yet he's a disaster, man. He's turned a nine and seven and ten and six team into a four and twelve. Now the, the Detroit Lions have too much talent to be the worst team in the National Football League. After two weeks, it's pretty clear the worst team in the NFL are the New York Jets. Like, it, and you look like you look at the Jets' talent, man. As in, they don't have any. All right, there's more talent on America's Got Talent. Like, seriously, you know, you could take a, some loser from America's Got Talent that swallows goldfish and put him on the field for the Jets. It'll be the same damn thing, all right? Like, they're pathetic. And, and you know, Adam Gase has to go, but it's not even just that all Adam Gase. Like, the entire organization from the, the, the top on down, like, the owner's like an ambassador for Trump and, like, someone in Europe uh, offending people. Um... You know, it's a mess. Like, I don't know, like, who runs this team? Like, what do you, do you guys even care? Like, you know, the Jets are just, like, they really are a, a like, a disaster. And it's amazing because they went 6-2 and two in the last eight games of the year last year. And this thing is just falling apart completely. But you look at the New York Jets and you watch their games. Look, Lev Bell's hurt right now, and I don't even think he cares anymore. I think they're going to try to trade him if anyone wants him, and he makes a lot of money. So that's just a big bust and a disaster. We'll get to Saquon, uh, too. Um, they have no wide receivers. They got nothing. Like they, the Jets, like have no talent, guys. Like they've got nothing. You've got a problem, man, when it's 2020 and you're handing the ball off to Frank Gore every play. All right. Like really? Listen, I love Frank Gore. You're telling me that there's not a kid in America out of all the running backs in America, there's not some young one upstart guy that. You know what? Let's give this kid a chance, man. No, let's let's give Frank Gore. You know what that tells me? It tells me you're lazy. It tells me you guys don't even scout. Oh, well, let's just put Frank Gore in. Dude, Frank Gore, whatever, man. You know, listen, I love Frank Gore. He's still in the league. Fine. Frank Gore should be like a third string back on a good team. All right? He should be like McCoy on Tampa. You know what I'm saying? You're there, you're you're there because you're just there and they like you and you know what I mean? Guys like you and your experience. Frank Gore can't be running the ball. Like the Jets, are you guys trying to lose? 
So I'm going to ask you something, because you, you are. You clearly are trying to lose. Because if you're not trying to lose and you're actually trying to win, then you really all should be fired. Because the only thing you're doing successful right now is running this piece of trash into the ground. All right? So what I, what I ask right now is if you're the New York Jets, and I ask you right now tuning in, if you're the New York Jets and you're the worst team in football, which at this rate it looks like you're going to be the worst team in football, what do you do? You've got Sam Darnold. Ooh, the golden boy, Sam Darnold. Are you not going to take Trevor Lawrence? Wow. Think about that. Think about that. If you're the New York Jets, if you're a Jet fan, you've got Sam Darnold. You got the number one pick. And, oh, yeah, by the way, don't think that anyone else is going to be lining up to trade for Sam Darnold and give you anything big for him anyways, all right? Sam Darnold's not worth anything. Unless you're a doctor that treats mono. More trades late night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Listen, Sam Darnold is a good kid. I got nothing against this Sam Darnold. Um, and he's in an impossible situation with the New York Jets. So I'm not burying the kid in his career. I'm not saying he's a bad kid or anything like that, but he's no savior of the New York Jets. And if they have the top pick, what do you do? I mean, you got Sam Darnold. I mean, he's your guy. He's your face of your franchise. And, you know, somebody will trade for Sam Darnold, but what are they going to give you for him? What are they going to give you? And is that it? And if you're Trevor Lawrence, do you really want to end up on the New York Jets? Trevor Lawrence is good in college, guys. Trevor Lawrence isn't just going to own the NFL, huh? Especially an NFL that's like a more mobile quarterback. Like Justin Fields might be the better NFL quarterback, guys. Get out of Ohio State. He might be the better quarterback than, than Trevor Lawrence. The whole tank for Trevor, but look, Jacksonville... Jacksonville looks like they're going to end up winning four or five games or something like that. And if they do, I don't think the Jets are. Dude, look, the Jets play in the same division with the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. The Bills already beat them. The Patriots are going to beat them twice. The Bills are going to beat them again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like there's another there's another three losses for the Jets, so that makes them 0-5. And, oh, yeah, their schedule is a killer. They play the, uh, you know, have fun with this. They play the rest of the NFC West. The Jets have to play the Rams and the Seahawks and the Cardinals still. Yeah, that's going to end well for the Jets. Like, How many games are the Jets going to win this year? All right. So, (laughs) I know, I feel bad. Like, ah, like people said, screw Fireman Ed. He's annoying anyways. Fireman Ed, he's only there when they're good. Like, he jumps on and off the bandwagon. Eh? Like, he came back. No one likes him either. I remember I was at a Jet game last year, and everyone was like, ah, oh, sit down, Ed. Like, there's Fireman Ed again. It's like, yeah, we get it, bro. You're back. Yeah, I thought you gave up on the team. Oh, now you're, now you're back. 
I got to tell you, though, it's hard to be the worst team in New York, like when you're in the same city as the New York Giants, but the Jets managed to do it. And the New York Giants, well, they, whatever. The Giants, Daniel Jones, like, you know, Dan, Dan, Daniel Jones, I like the kid, but the, the, the turnovers are just too much. The turnovers are just too much. It's just constant. You can't win. I've defended him, and I, I, listen, I'm going to admit, listen, yeah, I, I'm going to admit, I've been a big Danny Dimes defender in the past, but I don't know if you can call him Danny Dimes. It's more like Danny Crimes. Crimes, Danny Crimes. <laughs> or Danny Cries, because you end up, but listen, they did, they did cover the point spread. They did cover the point spread. But uh, I'll tell you what, like, they ran Eli Manning, and they ruined Eli Manning's career. Pretty ungracious anti-Eli's career. Eli Manning won two Super Bowls for this organization. His career ended on, like, a, a Sunday afternoon. I was there. And um, no, I was I, I was doing the show there. I wasn't at the game. I was on. I was there. I'm doing the show there, right? You know what I mean? So I remember, but it was like a rainy Sunday, snowy day. Just, no one was in the stadium. Eli Manning's won two Super Bowls, and that's how the poor guy goes out. And now they 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 bumped him for some kid uh, that uh, that turns over the ball more than Kardashians uh, hook up with NBA players. You know, it's it's too much. But listen, listen, let me let me just say this. The New York Jets suck, right? We know they suck. Everyone knows they suck. Jet fans know they suck. The New York Giants suck. Giants fans know they suck. The suckiest day uh, team today, uh, the, the suckiest uh, team of the day, <laughs> uh, clearly the Minnesota Vikings, the team that screwed our boy. For the $3,300 parlay for $10, a 330-to-1 parlay. Uh, that's unbelievable. So, yeah, the Minnesota Vikings, to me, they're the biggest losers and disgrace of the day, man. Like I said, like the New York Jets, like everyone knows the Jets suck, right? What, what, what do you expect from the New York Jets? Well, you know, honestly, what, what does anybody expect from the New York Jets? Right? The New York Giants, we all know the New York uh, we all know the New York Giants are rebuilding. You know who else sucks? The Philadelphia Eagles. And we'll get to the Eagles too. The Eagles are right there as an embarrassment. Like not only are the if you're the Eagles, like you're 0 and 2, you've lost both games by double digits. Like you're getting smoked. You gave up 27 unanswered points to a piece of crap football team that doesn't even have a damn name. And and now you got run out of the building by the Rams. Jared Goff picked you apart. Listen, the Rams are a good football team. A big game next week, Rams-Bills. That's going to be good stuff. We'll get to the Eagles and Neptness. And Carson Wentz, man, I remember Eagle fans years ago talking about, oh, he's going to win multiple MVPs and stuff. That's what Philly fan does. They do the same crap with their basketball. Right, and then they'll just blame the player. They'll never blame themselves for being wrong about it. I remember years ago, oh, the process, the process. I was like, what process? Ben Simmons can't shoot. I would beat Ben Simmons in a game of horse. The guy can't shoot. Joel Embiid's good. I said years ago, I said two years ago, I said Joel Embiid won't even stay in Philly. This first chance he can get out of there, he'll get out of there. And here we are right now. The, the Sixers are a big-ass mess. I remember everyone got cocky with Carson Wentz. 
you think if Carson Wentz didn't get hurt, they probably never would have won that Super Bowl. And it makes it even worse for Carson Wentz that they won that Super Bowl. I don't know. Like, it's not Carson Wentz's fault, but at the same point in time, like, you're a star quarterback making, like, $32 million a year, bro. Right? So, at some point, it's not about whose fault it is. It's just about you're not winning. That's what it's about. But speaking of which, the Minnesota Vikings were a 13-3 football team with Case Keenum. Lost to the aforementioned Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Conference Championship game and decide to go out and sign Kirk Cousins. Oh, I'm not scared of dying of coronavirus. Yeah, well, whatever, bro. You know what I mean? How about you're, you're, you're clearly scared of winning? Like, and, and, and it's not just Kirk Cousins, like Mike Zimmer and the pathetic play calling. These guys are down like 17 points. They're running the ball with Dalvin Cook. No, you know, just, yeah, keep on running, coach. Yeah, good idea. You know, you clearly don't trust your own quarterback, but you're the one that signed him. Great game by Kirk Cousins today. 11 of 26 for 113 yards and three interceptions. No touchdowns. A quarterback rating of 15.9. No, a QBR of 9.3 and a rating of 15.9. That's hard to do, bro. That's, like, worse than Nate Peterman. Like, this is, like, this is pathetic. You're one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league, and you, your team doesn't even trust you. He threw the ball. He threw the ball um, 17 times in the first half. I know because he was six for 17. And so look in the second half. He completed five passes of a game that they were trailing by double digits in. The play calling is pathetic. Kirk Cousins is like beyond mediocrely average. I was dead wrong. Listen, I'm right about a lot of NFL takes coming into the year so far and stuff, but I'm dead wrong about the Vikings. Packers are clearly the best team in that division. Uh, the Vikings suck. Like, they're terrible. Like, their secondary sucks. Their, their defense suddenly can't stop anybody. You got rookie running backs running for 101 yards. Jonathan Taylor, 26 carries, 101 yards rushing. Scored a touchdown. Old Man Rivers. Old Man Rivers, 19-25, 214 yards, 8.6 average per play, per pass. Threw a touchdown and one pick. But how are you going to win a football game if Kirk Cousins is 11 of 26 for 113 yards and three freaking interceptions? You know what? You know what? This game was 15-3 at the half. Kirk Cousins threw an interception on a three-yard line right before the half. It would have made it 15-10. Oh, I'm sure that didn't deflate the team at all going into the locker room, right? Like, it's just, you know, whatever, bro. Kirk Cousins, oh, you like that? You like that? Oh, I don't care about coronavirus. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of dying. Yeah, whatever, bro. You know, I don't want to say anything offensive now, but, you know, just shut up. Like, just shut up, Kirk. You like that? No one likes that, Kirk. No one likes it, bro. No one likes the fact that you're fleecing the Vikings for all this money. No one likes the fact that you're running this team into the ground. You know, how how, how do you think Stephon Diggs feels today? So... Stephon Diggs, like, couldn't, couldn't, you know, couldn't take it. Stephon Diggs couldn't take it playing with Kirk Cousins. He, he was snapping on the sidelines. He was freaking out. He's like, this guy's terrible. He, he, he's, I got to get out of here. Didn't get along with Zimmer anymore. Yeah, how, do, how do you think that Stephon Diggs is feeling right now, sitting in his crib right now in Buffalo, up there in Orchard Park? He ain't in downtown Buffalo, trust me. He's in Orchard Park, nice neighborhood. Living in the burbs, <laughs> out by the stadium. Um, 
How do you think Stephon Diggs is? Like, you don't think he's... I actually, I'm surprised Stephon Diggs. Like, Stephon Diggs is showing some class by not trolling them. Oh, and I'm surprised he hasn't, actually. I, you know what I mean? I'm surprised he hasn't, like, just done a subtle little smile emoji or something. You know, Stephon Diggs, like, was freaking out about Kirk Cousins and wanted out. Ends up in Buffalo. People, I said, put some damn respect on uh, on uh, Josh Allen's name. How about Stephon Diggs today? Eight receptions, 153 yards, a touchdown, long of 47, 13 targets, average 19.1 yards per reception. Oh, he's not our number one wide receiver, Diggs. How about my boy John Brown? What a great one-two combo. And then you throw in Beasley. You throw in Beasley. You got Diggs, who's a stud. You got Brown, downtown John Brown's going to get open. Cole Beasley over the middle. Ground game, nice one-two combo today. 56-yard Singletary, 37 from Moss. Josh Allen, 24, 35, 417 yards, four touchdown passes. Listen, I just admitted it. I was wrong about the Minnesota Vikings. I thought they'd be good. They sucked. I said Kirk Cousins would have a good year. I was wrong. You need to admit you're wrong about Josh Allen. He's good, and he's getting better. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Portrait late night continues. We're talking NFL football week two. Man, the show just uh, flies by quick as 120 minutes in sports, as always, but especially uh, Sunday nights. All right, just quickly uh, for the record, the Tampa Bay Lightning minus 165 uh, game two. Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay, of course, trailing the series um, one game to none after losing. Great point by our guest ESPN's Pete Shepard earlier about coming off that uh, emotional series, overtimes. Um, with 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 the Islanders, quick turnaround. It was a tough spot uh, for them to be in, and uh, I think the Lightning. I think this is going to be a seven-game series. And listen, I've been riding the Stars. I like. I usually I bet the underdogs, and normally I don't deviate because I like to ride what I'm doing. Uh, but without being stated, you know, it's just one of those man. Tampa win tomorrow. Yeah, you know, we're we're gonna have a seven-game classic this uh, the Stanley Cup. Well, not a classic, but it's gonna go seven. The first game wasn't a classic, but you know what I mean. I think it's going to go seven. I, you know, it's hard not to bet the under. All these games just keep going under the number. All right, I want to get to the Philadelphia Eagles and the Rams and uh, and the Bills because they all sort of correlate. The Bills and the Rams playing. Um, disaster for the Philadelphia Eagles. Disaster. And listen, Carson Wentz going to get called out. Thing is, you know, you have Johnson back. Miles Sanders actually rushes. Um, you know, for nearly 100 yards. So you actually got production there. Now the defense can't stop anybody. You know, you really have to wonder about the draft pick of um, of Jalen Hurts. Like, what did you take Jalen Hurts for? You know I mean? We said it at the time. What did you take Jalen Hurts for? I mean, you, you've, got, you've got Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts isn't even good enough if Carson Wentz gets hurt. You know, we all know it's constant with you guys. You know what I mean? Your defense, you've got issues in the secondary. I know you brought in Darius Slay, but, you know, it's just, 
it's 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 baffling. It's it's one of these deals where you look at this team. They're a lot like the Vikings who played each other. They played each other in the NFC Conference Championship game a couple of years ago, where the wheels are falling off now. Right? They're hanging on to what they were. They're not, and you're not that anymore. You know what I mean? It's just different. And we'll get to Carson Wentz in a second, but. To me, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and to me, one of the biggest losses of the Philadelphia Eagles is Frank Reich. And listen, Doug Peterson is okay, but Doug Peterson's like Doug Peterson's like Ringo Starr, man. And Frank Reich was like George Harrison, McCartney, or like uh, or 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 John. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Peterson was just sort of there. I think Frank Reich was the brains of everything. I give credit to Peterson for like having the guts to say, yeah, yeah, we'll run that play and we'll go for it. Peterson did a great job that year, but I think it was in conjunction with Frank Reich. It's like Millie and Vanilli. It's like, you know, one without the other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Except Frank Reich is okay without Peterson, but Peterson's not all right without Reich right now. Let's just be real. Like, the coaching's not as good. You know what I mean? The play call, everything's not as – it's just not the same. They're not the same team. It's not the Super Bowl team. And the lines aren't the same. Remember, like, the Philadelphia Eagles had a dominant offensive line and a dominant defensive line when they won. They don't now, suddenly. They're old. They got these old dudes coming back and stuff. Um, you know, you're bringing back Peters. Got guys playing out of position. Um, everyone's hurt all the time for whatever reason. I don't know what it is, but everyone's always hurt on the Eagles all the time. Then you get to Carson Wentz, who it's not his fault, but at the same point in time, you can't lose every week to everyone. Like, you know, basically, like, there seems to be, like, a resistance to criticize Wentz, but with people. And I know in some people in Philly are now, but, like, I'm saying in the outside world, there's a resistance to criticize. But let me tell you something. If Jared Goff would have sucked today, People would be up Jared Goff's ass right now. Oh, Jared Goff sucks. He's a bus driver. He's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be all over him. But Carson Wentz somehow escapes, like, really getting called out, like, for the losses. Like, dude, you lost to Dwayne Haskins. All right. Now you just lost to the Rams. Man, no shame in that, but you got smoked. It wasn't close. And, you know, it's worse that you guys just blew the lead. You turn the ball over at the worst time all the time. Carson Wentz is, you know what, I hate it. it's crazy to say this, Carson Wentz is turning into Ryan Fitzpatrick. He makes a couple of plays, but he turns it over and he loses. Like, is he good right now? No. Like, you know what I mean? Is it his fault? No. But is it not his fault? And I swear to God, man, I remember when the Philadelphia Eagles won, and, you know, I figured Carson Wentz would be a big team guy and stuff. And if you're Carson Wentz, you totally earned the Super Bowl ring. The Eagles never would have had that record without you to get the home field and everything. You totally earned the ring, bro. So if I'm Carson Wentz, I wouldn't hold my head in shame that I got a Super Bowl ring out of this. But the fact is, that's the elephant in the room, that it was Nick Foles that won the Super Bowl. It wasn't you. And it would be all cool if you'd come in and then win one, right? Or at least get there and stuff. But I never forget, Days after they won the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz tweeted a picture of his engagement, and he said, I got my own ring. And I remember thinking, like, what do you mean your own ring? You've got a ring coming with the Super Bowl. You're part of the team. What do you mean your own? Like, right then and there, and 
I was all, it was almost like, you know, well, I wasn't the quarterback, but I just got married. So look, everyone. That's the type of thing you keep private. Not that you got married, but oh, look at me, I got my own ring. Like when I saw that, I knew right away that it was on in your head, right away from the set, right from days after, before the parade even, it was in your head. It was in your head that it wasn't you. And everyone in Philly knows this, and now it keeps building, and now years are passing. But listen, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, and they ain't winning the Super Bowl. All right. There's a better chance that I have sex on the holodeck uh, with, uh, you know. The Deep Space Nine chick uh, than the Philadelphia Eagles uh, winning the Super Bowl this year. The Eagles are not winning the Super Bowl. I said before the year started, Seattle will win the NFC against, and it'll be Seattle versus Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is on a mission right now, man. And how about Matt LaFleur? All those guys criticize LaFleur. Oh, they don't get along, and uh, oh, they LaFleur this, their offense, their Aaron Rodgers not happy. Well, what, what, they were 13-3 last year? Now they're 2-0? So, in other words, they're 15-3? They're on a 15-3 run? Regular season run? Yeah, I'd say things are working out with Matt LaFleur and, uh, Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers. He's focused. Good football team. Dangerous football team. But I'd have to say the big, you know, there are a few losers today. And you notice all the teams that are the big losers. So the Philadelphia Eagles, this team's like spinning their wheels. They're going nowhere fast, but they play in a piece of crap division with a bunch of like real flaming losers. So, but so yeah, the Eagles, the Vikings are trash. And um, and the Atlanta Falcons, man, like these guys, like what are you going to do? But think about it. When I talked about it a couple of years ago, NFC Conference Championship game, Eagles-Vikings. Atlanta Falcons are, were in the mix. They were in the playoffs that year. They went to the Super Bowl the year after. Right there, you know what I mean? They were in the mix. See what I'm saying? There's a changing of the guard going on, guys. You know what I mean? Like, the, those teams from years ago that were good, the Minnesotas, the Philadelphias, the Atlantas, they're not. Like, this is the end of the line. They're just stat teams. Matt Ryan will put up stats. Calvin Ridley's going to put up monster numbers and stuff. From a fantasy perspective, I think Ridley's actually becoming a guy even more than Jones. Quick line check, guys. So five and a half, Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Monday Night Football, over-under is 48 and a half. I like the Raiders plus the points. Tune in to Game Time Decisions tomorrow at 6 on the grid. And uh, we'll have a bunch of uh, bunch of props for this. We killed the props today, but I don't want to force any right now. Uh, I do like the Raiders plus the five and a half points. Uh, Thursday Night Football this week, Jacksonville minus two and a half. Hosting Miami, battle in Florida. There'll be fans at this game, too. And I'll tell you what, they're going to be fired up. But you guys are messing it up. You're not going to get Trevor Lawrence because you're, you're winning too much. The way both these teams are playing right now, I trust Jacksonville more than um, more than Fitzpatrick. And speaking of which, how much longer are you going to stick with this bearded, homeless-looking, like, bus station drifter dude and Ryan Fitzpatrick? Like, eventually, you guys got to play two, huh? You drafted him. Like, you know, like really. Like, I don't want to get in a call on Kaepernick, but, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick's still in the league and Kaepernick isn't? Like, come on, man. Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, what a sham that guy is. He's just a big sham. Yeah, he'll throw a touchdown or two. He'll cost you the game, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care. That's, you know, that's what I want to say about Carson Wentz. 
in a city like Philly and and just in football in general, no one likes that guy. It used to bother me. I don't want to hear after a football game that the quarterback says, yeah, I lost, but you know what? I can't wait to see my wife and kids at home, and I got a great life, and, you know, more life than football. That's Carson Wentz. I don't like that. I don't know. Like, are you mad? Like, do you realize you're in Philly and people are going to start to hate you and that you realize that there's a bunch of losers in that city that their life depends on whether you win or not? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, those guys, it's same with Fitzpatrick. That, oh, well, the shrug of the shoulder after the pick and he walks off the field. The like, oh, well, oh, I'm making 12 million a year again. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, well, what a, what a life I've had. I made 140 million in this league. You know, like, I get that. Like, with Carson Wentz, I don't get the feeling he's mad. I get the feeling that it's like, oh, gee, shucks, I tried, honey. And you know what I mean? But, God, I have a good life. I'm, I'm just blessed. I'm just blessed. Yeah, we're, yeah, I get it. You're blessed, bro. But at the same point in time, you're in Philly. You know what I mean? You got to show some fire, some passion, man. You got to be mad. You got to, like, call people out. You're the leader. Call people out, Carson, on your team. Say, you know what? I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of playing from behind all the time. Tired of running for my life. Like, that's what good guys will do. Sometimes you have to do that. But I guess you're not a leader. I guess you're not a leader. Jaguars minus two and a half against the Dolphins. Total 45. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I, I know we're in a pandemic and stuff, but Dan Quinn, you're lucky you still have your job, bro. And I know it's cold. I know you're a decent coach and stuff, but whatever, man. Whatever. It's It's a cold world. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Yeah, No one's guaranteed a job anywhere for forever, okay? And you're not guaranteed a job with the Atlanta Falcons forever. And if I was the owner, you're, you would have been fired already. I can't accept you blowing, like, double-digit leads constantly. It's like a thing. Like, when you're a joke on family guy, like, if I'm an owner of a team and my team becomes, like, a joke on the Simpsons or the family guy for being, like, jokers, you're fired. Like, once... Once, like, once you become a pop culture joke reference, oh, you choke like the Atlanta Falcons do all the time. Ah, 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 ah. Thanks, Stewie. Yeah, yeah, you're fired. Like, how many times can you do this? Like, what's ever going to change? You think Dan Quinn's going to turn this around and suddenly they're going to win anything? And whatever, man. Matt Ryan's not a winner either. He's a big stat guy, too. He's just a big stat patter. Stat patter. Stat patter. Chicago Bears at Atlanta Falcons. Hey, whatever, man. If the Bears win this game, and the Bears are 2-0, and if the Bears win this game, they're 3-0, and and the Falcons are 0-3, and Dan Quinn, you're going to be, you know, you're going to ask Arthur Blank if you can get a job at Home Depot. Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, you guys are lucky. The Eagles are lucky. They're playing the Cincinnati Bengals this week. This will be a low. If if they if Joe Burrow beats Carson Wentz, then you know, then they you know people are going to be throwing hoagies at this dude. But um, the Bengals defense is pretty bad. So like Philly, if they can't win that game, they're laying six and a half. Pittsburgh Steelers minus five and a half against the Houston Texans. Patriots lay six to the Raiders next week. Buffalo Bills, two and a half point favorites over the Rams. It's going to be a great game. 49ers minus four and a half in the Giants. Bring it. Sports. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night. Quickest 120 minutes in sports, uh, especially this evening, just uh, flew by. Uh, we got a uh, great show uh, tomorrow night as well. Paul Bovey will step up and then we'll talk some NFL football with Paul Bovey, as well as uh, NBA basketball. Paul's a great uh, handicapper, uh, both NFL. He's great NFL, but uh, love talking NBA basketball with Paul Bovey. Drew Martin Betts on the radar uh, as uh, as well. Um so we got a lot of stuff uh, coming up uh, this week. Great, it's a great time for the, to be a sports better right now, sports fan in general, even not even if you're just a better, but fantasy player, fan, better. Um, you know, baseball is going to be crazy next week. We got playoffs, not this week, but uh, next week the, ba- the baseball playoffs start, and not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, man. There's going to be eight playoff games on at once. All right, but let's just finish our line check. I like to give you guys a little bit of a head start here as we talk about that Rams and Bills game. Wow, what a game that is. You know, the winner of the Bills and the Rams is going to be 3-0. and And listen, Josh Allen is doing some great things. And as I stated earlier, you talk about Josh Allen, you put some respect on his name. But at the same point in time, and I will I will admit this, if you want to argue back, and you can't argue that, the, you know, Josh Allen's doing great things this year. But I, I'm not going to, I can't say, I can't deny the fact that, listen, they played the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. And I can't spend 20 minutes saying about how the New York Jets are the worst team in football and a laughing stock and a disgrace and then turn around and and then not acknowledge that. But the Dolphins aren't a full-on full uh, disgrace, all right? And, you know, that was on the road. Josh Allen just absolutely torched them and, uh, and lit them up. So how about this for all you Josh Allen non-believers, all right? Uh, first two weeks of the season, uh, only four players in the first two weeks of the season have had 700-plus p- passing yards and six uh, touchdown passes with zero interceptions. 2013, Peyton Manning. 2015, Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes, 2019. Josh Allen, 2020. Yeah, he really sucks. Josh Allen's ready to do some special things. The Bills are in a tough-ass conference, though, man. All right, thanks for everybody tuning in. Other night, you're on your own. Later. <laughs> 